welcome back to another episode of the Off the Pine Podcast, hosted by Jack and Trig. And we have a, uh, a different setup of an episode for you today. Rather than doing our normal four quarters of NBA content, we are rocking a, a special, an Olympic special. Uh, Trig, how are you doing on your end? Good. Uh, I mean, we got another. We got a dream team coming back. I mean, we saw what happened to the the team in FIBA this past summer. Pissed the players off. We got twenty twenty four in Paris this summer. You know, the Avengers are assembling. The Avengers are assembling, and the NBA just released. The, uh, I think it's 48 players. 41. 41 athlete player pool for the 2024 U.S. men's basketball national team. And, you know, the director is Grant Hill. So he chose, he's a part, he's the leader of the committee, committee that, uh, chooses these players. And if you look at this 48 or 41 man roster, there are a lot of guys and, being, like having to choose who your final 12 is will be very difficult. Thankfully, there will be tryouts. Those tryouts will be used to determine who will be the final 12 that will go on to Paris. But in the meantime, we thought it would prove valuable to say our thoughts on who we think that final 12 should be. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's a stacked it's a stacked pool of players. There's going to be a ton of like really really hard cuts. And honestly, I like I need footage of what these yes. tryouts are going to look like. Can we like. go to them? How like how much yeah. do you have to pay? Yeah, this <laughs> it's going to it's going to be fun. It's like there's just, there's some absolutely there's going to be some absolutely brutal cuts. Some guys are like I question why they're on there, but um yeah, I mean, I have my roster um, I think there's definitely some easy shoe-ins. I ultimately think there is going to be just people are going to be fighting for about three to four spots because I think if this list stays intact, there is like eight to nine absolute shoe-ins. Okay, so let's go over our shoe-ins first, and then we can yeah. dive into our. Let's go. Uh, let's go player for player. Okay. Um, I'll start. So I have Steph. Yeah. Steph, his first time or second time being a part of the Olympics. Was he on? The- no, he hasn't. He's been on FIBA. He's never played in an Olympics. Okay, yeah. Steph, incredibly deserving. He's been, you know, the best show in basketball for how many years now? Awesome for him to finally be on an Olympic stage. And I think he's a great first guy. Um, you know, one thing also before we really jump into this. Yeah. I think it is important to note that a lot of these shoe wins. They are shoe-ins, not because that they're great basketball players, but also because this is the last time that they will yeah. probably be able to play on an Olympic roster. And they're the leaders; they're the faces of the league. Yes, and yeah, and they so, still they, and they still are great players. Exactly, they're still great players. But this is the last time they'll be able to do it. And we USA wants to go win. So another shoe-in, of course, LeBron James. Yep, I have Bron. Yep. Um. It'll be interesting to see if he's like gonna if they're gonna start him just you know because you want to glaze him or he's gonna come off the bench. I mean he he kind of openly said it. He's like I don't I feel like I don't need to do too much. Just yeah. rebound, <laughs> pass. Like I don't think LeBron's gonna be like a focal point of this team. I think he's no. just gonna kind of go do his thing and he's gonna be the leader of that team and with Steph and my third guy being Kevin Durant. Um, another shoe in, definitely gonna be a focal point of the team. 
Katie will be a focal point. I think another offensive focal point will be um, Joel Embiid, who you know questions out if he uh, if he made the right decision to join Team USA, or maybe he should have. Uh, yeah, would have been fun to see him on France with Weminyan and Rudy Gobert for sure. I do would have made it a lot more fun. And but. even further than that, um, his home country of Ghana. Nope, not Ghana. Nigeria. No, Niger- no. Uh, his country of um, uh, Cameroon, Cameroon, Cameroon. Cameroon. If Cameroon was a part of the Olympics, he would have been on the Cameroon national team. Do you think so? Yeah, but Cameroon is is not a part of the Olympics. Sure. But they're not going to be. They weren't even in. I'm not even sure they were a part FIBA. of FIBA this yeah. past year. So if they had an adequate program that had players, I think Joel would have went and played for them, but. He felt disrespected by the French team, so here he is on the American team, and he's going to be a focal point and most likely a starter. Your next shoe-in? Uh, next shoe-in, yeah, and Joel as well. My next shoe-in is another big, and it's going to be Anthony Davis. Um, again, I think I have three bigs on this team. I think Anthony Davis is this, by far the second best big out there. I mean, I don't. I don't need to say a whole lot. It's no, Anthony Davis. It's Anthony, he's a shoo-in. He's yeah. a shoo-in. One thing that watching FIBA proved is that our FIBA team was too small. Yeah. And that's now, why I have I have three bigs on my roster. We're gonna need to play. We're gonna need to play up. The, yep. The other teams across the country are men. They fight. Especially, they especially if we play a team like France, who's gonna start Rudy Wemby. Like that would be one of the games where we probably see the Joel AD exactly. starting lineup. Exactly. I do the five guys that we already listed: LeBron, Curry, KD, AD, and Joel. That's kind of what I had penciled in for a starting lineup. I thought you put LeBron at the one, Curry at the two, KD at the three, yeah, Davis sure. at the four. I think that could be a starting lineup. Would not yeah, be shocked. I think it, I think that. it'll be a rotation for sure. Absolutely a rotation. Um, is it your turn? Yeah, moving into the to the uh, to the players coming off the pine of the Olympic men's twenty twenty four roster going to Paris I have Kawhi Leonard I think Kawhi Leonard is another shoe-in on this team if the claw wants to play the claw will play claw will play I have Kawhi as well um no brainer for me especially like in this type of stage you have a guy that could you know play both ways incredibly well um can play multiple positions great size um I think it'll be great for this team we haven't seen him in team USA uniform yet so it'll be fun if he actually is out there um, I will say I do kind of have doubts. I have doubts as well. Yeah, I, I have doubts as well. But for now, I'll pencil him in. Yeah. But I did hear murmurs a lot about Kawhi wanting to play on this team. Awesome, awesome. Um, Great for the program. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with another big. I think this is the last big they take. So, like I said, I I picked three bigs on the for this roster. This yep. 12-man rotation. The next best guy I saw on the list was Bam. Amen. Um, again, you can play him at the four or the five. A top tier defender like AD and Joel, um, and I mean like he can again, switch too. He can, yeah, he defend can, all positions. He can defend one through five. Yeah, um, just a no brainer for this type of international play, and you know going up against this bigger team. So I have Bam. Yeah, some I as well have Bam. Some were talking about Jared Allen smoke and. Bam you know, is a much better player than Jared. Allen. I think in the future, maybe twenty twenty eight, I would not be shocked if Jared Allen. I mean, honestly, with how Chet's been, who knows? But yeah, I think Bam is definitely that third big. They're gonna need three bigs. I'm right there with you. For my next lock, I have the nineteen year old out of Boston, 
uh, Jason Tatum. <laughs> yeah. I think a part of that, he's not a young player anymore. He's 25, but he's not a young player anymore, but he's proven himself as one of the best in the league. Yeah, he's and probably a top 10 player in the league right now. He's he's an electric player. He's leading Boston to the one seed. He's been on past USA teams before, too. Yeah, I think he um, is. I think he's no brainer. virtually a shoe in to be a part of that. He's roster. a shoe in. I have Tatum as well, obviously. Um, this is where we get into not maybe quite so shoe-ins. Yeah, those eight, um, those eight, I feel like... Very, if those eight guys are playing, I think those eight guys are shoe-ins. On the lock, yeah. And this is where we get into, like, some smoke. Um, I don't think this is a super smoky pick. Um, I'm going with another guy that could either play the two. He's played one, he's played the point guard position this year. So it gives Team USA another ball handler coming off the bench. I have, or maybe he starts to... Um, I have Devin Booker, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a guy that's been on past USA teams and asserted himself to one of the best, probably top 10, top 15 player in the league. Um, I, I, I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I... Um, I mean, we just, we can, I mean, we've seen how good Booker's gotten. Um, I mean, since Steph really isn't a traditional point guard, um, you know, Booker's a guy that can, like, again, he can start the two potentially, or he can play a lot of one for them as well. So, uh, I mean... I mean, book. He's a superstar. Like we, he's an amazing scorer. He's a great shooter. He's proven himself. Be a, he's a fair defender. He's a fair defender. He works hard. Like he works hard, and he's, he's been a, he's been a part of FIBA before. I and I think yeah, like I said, he's in those stratosphere in that next strat. He's in that same stratosphere as Jason Tatum. Exactly is in my exactly. opinion. So I think, I think he's there. Like him and like I look at Booker and Tatum. Um, they they are like the now. But like that next team, like Tatum and Booker, are like the leaders. They will be, yeah. They will be the veterans on that team. Yeah, they will. So, they will be the shoe-ins that we consider LeBron and Curry to be, quote unquote. So, did you have Booker as well? Yep, I have Booker there. Um, before we jump into, I guess I don't really know how to, how I want to do this. Um, I'm just gonna say, the next guy I have, I don't think you're gonna have. Okay. I think this is where we, this is where we switch up. Well. I don't want to talk about that player yet. Okay, then should so we do? I want to talk about the youth movement. The youth movement. Okay, youth movement. So I'll like some for some background info here, like just looking at past USA basketball teams and looking at these quote unquote dream teams. Like for example, '92 they brought in Christian Leitner. AD was on that 2012 team as a 19 year old. They've had they've carried the tradition of like bringing in a guy or two who they feel like is going to be like it's going to be the future of these USA basketball teams. Like these are like the next upcoming guys. Um, I know you and me kind of talked about it before. Um, there's two guys, I'll just say both of their names here that I feel like are going to be like I said the next team or two like Tatum and Booker are the leaders. But like from they then on out like these guys are going to be like the future these guys two guys I think are the future of USA basketball. Yeah. Um I hope these guys make it. I think they should. I think if you – I'll just say the names first. Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton. Um, I think by, like, not picking one of these two guys or both these guys, you kind of set a weird precedent. But, like, if you take, like, a Dame Lear, you take, like, a Jimmy Butler, you take, like, whoever it may be, um, like a Paul George or whoever it may be, and you set, like, a weird precedent of being, like, yeah, like, we're just going to win this thing. Like, you guys could, like, have the next one, like – I mean, you gotta have to like show the young players that like, hey, like, like we want you. You're the future. Come learn, and yeah. that's that's the thing that's the most important aspect of this. And Anthony Edwards was quoted talking about it as 
for this season? Why has he had such success? Why is his team playing so well? He said it's because playing on that FIBA team, playing on the FIBA team is what helped him. And I think you need to include Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, two of the best young players on that FIBA roster this past summer. You, you, need, you need young guys. These two probably won't play in the Olympics. I think Halliburton could get a lot of playing time Halliburton, yeah. for the reason of Steph as a ball, like as a point guard, not a pass-first guy. Booker, again, he's another ball handler, but he's a scorer. LeBron yeah. definitely could be a pass first type guy in this team. But they did use but a... there's so many scorers on this team and like Halberton is like become maybe the best passer in the league. Halberton can just be slinging the ball, slinging the rock back and forth, finding open guys for three, getting these other guys the ball, um, and getting them bat buckets when like Halberton doesn't need to score. He doesn't like, need to he, score. He'd be a guy that goes in there like he was for that FIBA team getting like ten assists a game. Yeah. Like they need a guy like that on that team. I could see him playing more than Ant, but I could too. But I would not be shocked if neither of them play. Yes, as much as we think. But they're not going there to play. They're going there because they are the future. They are young talent. They, and if you're the NBA, why would you not want two of the best young players to come and learn from the greatest American players in the league? Why would you not want that? Those connections being made and allowing those guys to. You know, make the same journey that Anthony Davis did when he was on that 2012 team. Anthony yep. Davis, is, he played in the Olympics before an NBA game. Look what it did to his career. I don't see why. I think that's, that's what you want for the NBA. You want more proven talent. And I think including Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Halliburton are the best two young guys that you can send. And Yeah, I'm and like we you. saw Ant like, be a very successful scorer. He was the leading scorer on that FIBA team. We know he can score at like that international level, and he is like he's a guy that can play the two or the three, guard multiple positions, great yeah. defender. Yeah. Um, so like he's just an easy plug and play guy. And then we have our last spot, where you and me might have our differences. I don't actually know what your pick is. Do you, did you see mine on my phone? No, I didn't. Okay. So there's there's guys I had on my short list. Jalen Brown was a guy on my short list. I love Brunson too. Butler's on my short list. Um, Fox was there for me. Paul George was there for me. Donovan Mitchell was there for Donovan me. Donovan Mitchell was there for me. Um, so this is how I ultimately looked at it. I looked at it as in, okay, think about point guards. We have essentially three. So I don't need another one. Okay. I don't want a guy that only plays the point guard position. Okay. Which knocked out Dame, Fox... Brunson for me. Okay. Um, then I looked at Biggs. Okay. Bam, AD, Joel, I think you're set. So it knocks out the other Biggs, like Chet or Jaron Jackson Jr., Scotty Barnes. I don't want Jaron Jackson Jr. anywhere near this team. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> anywhere near this So team. the position I looked at was the wing position. Okay. I just, in today's NBA, like in basketball today, I don't think you can have enough wings. Yeah. Guys that can play the two, three, maybe even the four, can guard positions one through four. Yep. Um, good three-point shooter. Um, just someone that's versatile. Okay. So that's the way I looked at it for this last spot. And I don't, I don't love this pick, but this is like what I went with. Who is it? I, I went with Paul George. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, just look at him. He's a great 40% three-point shooter, a guy mm-hmm. that can guard positions one through four. 
Um, if like one of these other guys is not feeling that night, you can just plug in Paul and he's an easy guy just to plug in there. And I mean, he's a veteran. He's been proven guy in this league. Yep. Um, I mean, he has a great relationship with Kawhi, Braun, all those guys. So I, I didn't like, I didn't like, I didn't look on this list and be like, yeah, let's pick the next best guy. I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it as it and like, who is the most playable player? What does this team need the most after the guys I just picked? So I looked at it as more of like as a fit than like a, the best guy out there. Like I think the only reason I like I like him more than Jalen Brown just because like I just I don't know I'm not a crazy about Jalen Brown personally. Paul's so smooth. I mean, like like I love watching the TikToks of being like of like Paul George highlights and being like whatever that song is that they put for yeah like that's amazing. I love that song. yeah his like, own song now yeah <laughs> when you like when you like like. Yeah, when your boy is like at the bar in his bag that night with the ladies, and it's just like Paul George highlights. <laughs> yeah, like I love that shit. Um, like I said, I think this last spot can. That's just how I looked at it. So I had Paul George. Okay, um, I had a similar thought process. You know, I I definitely did not choose the best player available because this is gonna be someone that's gonna be in the the you know the ten, eleven, twelve range of playing time. You know. Yeah. Maybe they'll play if the matchup's right. But you want someone that is, I think you want a veteran. You want veteran leadership with this pick. You don't need another young guy. You, we, have, yeah. we have our two young spots picked. You want a veteran. Agreed. And when I think of Team USA basketball, I think of grittiness. I think of defense. So I want someone that's a defensive-minded player. Uh, I want someone that has Team USA experience. Okay. Someone that is a high IQ player that's won a championship before. Oh, wait, 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 wait. And someone that Team USA has quoted been saying is someone they want as the future of this Team USA roster. Oh, okay. Can I, like... In the... Can I take a... Can I take a pick? You want to guess? Can I guess real quick? Give me, like, give me, like, a minute to guess. You can have a guess. What do we have? I explained it pretty... Yeah, I'm trying to... Championship. I'm trying to think championship. Championship, defensive-minded, player that's been a part of Team USA... Veteran IQ championship. I I have a guy in mind. I'm just going down the list here. To um, did you pick um? Did you pick Aaron Gordon? Aaron Gordon? Yeah. No. No. Okay. What? Um, did you pick Drew Holiday? I picked Drew Holiday. Okay. Okay. That's what I said. I had between Drew Holiday and Aaron Gordon. I picked Drew Holiday. He is one of the best defenders in the NBA, and when it comes to the team basketball that is played in in the Olympics, in FIBA, you need someone that is a high defensive IQ player. I think Drew Holiday can guard one to three, maybe one to four, depending upon who is that power forward. He's been in situation, he's won a championship being a starting point guard. He's been on Team USA teams in the past, and Team USA only spoke incredibly highly of Drew Holiday. And when it comes to these final spots, you're going to need someone that's okay with not playing, someone that's a level-headed guy, a veteran, and I think Drew Holiday deserves that spot. I don't think that's a bad pick. Um, Especially, like, yeah, I mean, he's battle-tested. He's been on these teams before, and like you said, he could guard three, four positions on the court. So. It's tough though. Um, I, I, get... I think I, I agree with the mindset. Of the last pick, I think you don't go with the best player. I think you just go with the guy. You guy, you go with a guy that's like a Swiss Army knife and can do multiple things. 
and who would yeah he's proven himself in this league. So I, I, that's not a bad pick. I I honestly kind of had Drew Holiday in my radar too. Yeah, I mean, um, I respect Paul George as well. He's on my he's on my short list. And what will really come down what this will come down to is injuries. You know, who's yeah. healthy? What if what if two of these teams, two of the two of, like guys on this team that we expect to be there, if they make a finals run and they play until June 10th, tough. Are they going to be physically ready? To like go if to Paris, if in Kawhi and Paul weeks? George make a finals run with the Clippers, do you think those guys are playing in the summer? Fuck no. Maybe, but like if they if they win a title, do you think they're gonna go to Paris? I don't know. If they even are in the championship, are they gonna go to Paris in three weeks? I don't know. And that's like that's the hardest part about this is what about injuries? What about who makes the finals run? I think a lot of things can change. For my like short list of injury replacements, I have Dame, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, Jimmy Butler, and Chet Holmgren as like my short list is injury yeah. replacements. Yeah, agreed. So I'm really interested I mean, to we see. We definitely don't need to worry about LeBron and Steph making any runs, so they'll be there. They'll be there. They'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm but looking at this roster, it's really like you can take different routes with it. If you wanted to take more of a. I want more bigs. I want more shooters. I want more scores. You, know, you really could go any way. Um, do I want to be more youth movement? Do I want to be just veterans? You know, you can go different routes. And as Trig said in the beginning, how do we get tickets? How can this be televised? This is this would be the best thing ever. It's like that video, you know, that video of Kyrie that they always show. Yeah. Of him dribbling past like seven defenders down the court. Yep. That was like that made that's probably one of the most watched videos in NBA lore when it comes to just random non or that video of Katie taking everyone one on one. Yeah. Amazing. Just torching torching everyone that went his way. Why can't we have that if we can have that live or even if it's recorded and then edited and then put on, we should like fans should be able to watch this. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a really competitive tryout. Oh my goodness! It'll be funny because like LeBron and Steph and Katie will be just like minding their own business because like they already know they're on the teams. But I mean, like, think, th- but there's gonna be guys that are gonna be like gunning. Like you don't think Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, oh yeah, Kyrie, Chet is a Chet has a lot of attitude. James Harden probably wants in. You know, like there's guys. James Harden's not getting in. De'Aaron Fox, another guy that's like gonna be gunning. He's gonna be gunning. Jalen Brunson's proven himself. Brown's gonna be gunning. Jalen Brown has played very well. Paolo's on the rise. He was on that last team. Scotty's on the rise. Yep. Like there's gonna be this. It'll just be so competitive and so much fun to watch. And if we are unable to watch, I I don't know. I think that's poor media management by the lead. I agree. I don't know like what if there's like regulations to that exactly. If they can put cameras in the tryouts or not. Um, but yeah, think, I, I, it's must watch TV. Think about it like this. Have you seen the movie Blades of Glory? Of course. Okay. When when the when the twins when they have their sister go and record to see the see what those two guys were doing in there, what John Hatter and Will Ferrell were doing in there. <laughs> if she can get in there and record their tapes, yeah, she can record them on the on the rink. We need we need recordings. We need recordings. That's it. Yeah, I agree. That's it. That's all we got. That's all we got. Just a quick little episode. Thank you for listening. Um, we're really excited to see more of the news that come out about this. Probably won't get too many updates. I mean, tryouts. Not, probably not till the... When would when are tryouts even going to be? 
Like, they're going to be in June. They have to be right like, after the season ends. Yeah, it'll be a week or two of tryouts, and then they go to the and then they go because the Olympics are in this like in July. They're like late July. I feel like well, I feel like that list will get cut down. There'll be dropouts and things yeah. like that. So I think that list gets cut to death. Like you think you think Alex Crusoe and Derek Wright White are really gonna show up? Like you think these guys think they have a chance to make it this team? You think you think thirty nine year old Chris Paul is gonna go <laughs> like no like no? <laughs> so I, I think the list will get cut down. Um, there, like I said, injuries, late postseason runs may affect some you know some people's availability. Like I'm shocked to be Butler's on that list. Like I know he's yeah. played in. He played in 2016. He played in 2020. 2020. Like this dude, I mean, he 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 loves Paris. I already know he does. That's but like that's another angle. Yeah. Yeah, he, that I dude mean, loves Paris. Um, like he loves wine. It's so not. Like, it's not like these Olympics are in Geneva or yeah, like or Dubai. Like this is Paris. This is a place where people want to be. People want to be. Wine has become the NBA's global partner. Like all these guys love expensive wine. You think they all want to? They all want to go to France. Come on, like this is. I think this is this is this hot is, take. Melo comes back out of retirement for one more run with LeBron. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he should be a coach. How does that? How can you get Melo? Yeah, he coach? should be. He should be a coach. He Mello should be a coach. Like, just like Melo is Team USA basketball. He needs. He need. Oh my God, that's amazing. He need. I would love to see Carmelo Anthony, and he still wears a headband. Yeah, he's a coach. He's in a suit, but he has a headband on. God, that'd be classic. <laughs> that'd be classic. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. And just remember, there's no more ride on the bench. It's Jack and Trey, and we're off the pod! Bye.